Welcome to Category Is. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know you tell me not to say. Are you doing Welcome Back, Cotter? I do not know what that is. It's like a show. I think it was from the 70s or 80s. Cotter or Otter? Cotter with a K. Nah, I don't know her. No? Mm, no, don't know her. It was about like this high school teacher or something. It was a woman or a man? It was a guy. Where was he coming back from? A summer break, I guess. I, I thought she was know. supposed to like Vietnam or something. Uh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, no. That was not my uh, reference. <laughs> okay. But I was just trying to say, welcome back to Category Is. Category Is. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for subscribing and tuning in and liking and Definitely. Stuff. If you're new to the podcast, definitely subscribe. If you're, you know, a current listener, send us a review. Rate yes. us. Or, you know, write us a, a letter at categoryispod at gmail.com. Yes, and if you write a review, we'll read it on air. <laughs> How about that? How about that? You'll be on the uh, the international podways. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, how was your weekend, Maurice? My weekend was good. I really didn't do anything much. You know how I do. On Saturday, we went to IKEA. Yes, yeah. I love IKEA. <laughs> Me too. Shout out to our listeners in Sweden. We got listeners in Sweden. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, we hey, Stockholm. <laughs> now. Yes. So I love IKEA because you know how they have that room and it's like all this furniture that you can fit in like a three hundred and 25 square foot apartment that room makes me nervous but it's so cool how they lay it out though it's like a full apartment i'm not claustrophobic but it's just it's too tight it's too tight Mm -hmm. Mm, well it's interesting the way they do it i like that you know i don't even go to the display room anymore i just kind of go like right to the right to what you want and i'm like let me get my stuff you know (laughs) it's certain stuff i have to re-up on yeah like my little scrub brushes yeah yeah yeah. little tea towels Mm -hmm. but i do love ikea yeah I'll do like a browse through upstairs because, you know, you might want a pillow or... Right. And then you get the ideas from like True. the room. So, True. yeah, we do that. And then Sunday, not much. Okay. Yeah, low key. Low key day. Low key weekend. Well, I How also... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I also had a low key weekend. For once, I was not ripping and running these streets. Yeah, right. No, it's true. For real? It's honest. I, I um Surprise. I did some laundry. Uh-huh. It's still sitting in my Ikea bag, as a matter of fact. You know the big blue ones? <laughs> they, they come in you, handy, right? Get? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate folding. Yeah, me too. It, it takes me like, I will do laundry on the weekend, and I'll fold it like over the course the of the week. <laughs> and it never gets done. Oh, wow. Um, it's... It's a bad thing about me, but you know. I think a lot of people are like We all that. have our flaws. Yeah. I just hate folding. It takes so long. Yeah. I have to do it like as if it's still warm, I can do it. But if, you right, know. Right, right, right. this is cold. It's yeah. Like, oh. It's like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. I'll so, deal with it later. Yep. So I just did that. I mm-hmm. laid around. I cooked some of my Hello Fresh meals. Okay. Um, you know, watch some YouTube videos, some makeup tutorials, mm-hmm. some travel videos. <laughs> um, watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I, what's that about? I've never seen it. Only the commercials. Okay, I love the show. Uh-huh. I don't know if you'd like it, though. It's, it's super, like a period kind of piece, right? Yeah, it takes place in like the late 1950s. Uh-huh. It's super um, campy. Okay. And it's just about this, you know, this Upper West Side wealthy Jewish white woman mm-hmm. who had her whole life set up and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the expectations that are placed upon her to be a, a woman and a homemaker in the mm-hmm. 50s. But she goes Is she out, like singing? I always see her on stage. No, she's a comedian. Okay. So that's the whole thing. Like okay. she went and got a job and started uh-huh. being a housewife. So she works at the B Altman counter doing makeup. Okay. And then at night uh-huh. she's like moonlighting as a stand up comedian. Oh. 
<laughs> <laughs> no, but like it just shows all like the drama she goes through with being like a a, a woman comedian, and it's super funny. Okay. I like it. Mm, I think okay. um, Rachel Brosnahan is the name of the actress. Okay, it's super campy. It's it's up my alley though. Okay, it's fun. Oh. It's a really fun show. Okay, they won like a lot of Emmys. Yeah, she was a rack of them Emmys. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. go ahead, girl. Oh, oh, <laughs> and that was it for the weekend. That was it, you know. I have a really, um, you know, a, a, a busy week coming, coming up. up. You know, bi- December's just busy. Yeah. December will run your ass yeah. ragged. Because all the holiday stuff. Right. And like, you know, there's like, you know, work holiday year. parties. Yeah. For some reason, friends want to get together and mm-hmm. see you. Yeah. Um, you know, there's industry holiday parties. Mm-hmm. And it's just toy drives and <laughs> luncheons and there's just a lot of yeah. things to go to so okay. uh i have a busy you know week and mm-hmm. then this weekend i'm gonna be up you know visiting some friends in new york in and the doing, streets you know yeah i'll be back in the streets okay. <laughs> you know back on that turnpike mm-hmm. yeah so okay I'm just, i try to rest recuperate okay recharge recharge yeah. okay you know but i got the duracells so they last kind of long but <laughs> It's hard sometimes. Yes, you are getting older. Ooh, don't do that. <laughs> I'm forever young. Okay. You see this skin? Touch this skin. <laughs> Touch all, all of this skin. skin. Where do you see wrinkles? Right there, right there. Don't do it. Don't you dare all do it. All that gray hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the gray hair is, <laughs> you know, it's kind of stately. I like it. Okay. But this, the skin... Please. Well, you have a regimen. So. It's a good SPF. You know, I surely do. <laughs> My skincare routine's no joke. Hmm? Ask me about do it. You? I'll email it to you. <laughs> Share it in the Google Doc. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sharing, what drinks are we sharing tonight? What you drinking? Ooh, tonight. Well, you made it. You tell me. Shoot. <laughs> it's tasty, though. It is. So I found this recipe in my Food Network magazine. <laughs> and yeah, a little bit. And so... In the magazine, the recipe called for gin, but I cannot do gin at all. So, well, I thought I was the only. Sorry, not to distract from your thing. Finish, mm-hmm. Well, let's finish the drink. Finish the drink. So it has. I love gin. I can't do gin. You know, it's my favorite yeah, no. um, spirit. Mm, it tastes like those berries. It's herbaceous. It tastes like Christmas trees. Yeah, no. How seasonal. Mm-mm. I don't like that. Well, so you substituted the, the gin. Yeah, for so vanilla we vodka. had the vanilla vodka left over from last week. So use some of that. Um, some pear nectar and then a float of ginger beer on top. So it's like a like a mule. It is like a Moscow mule. Yes, it's very tasty. Mm-hmm. It's very refreshing. Yes. I love pear at the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe some rosemary on top would set it off. Okay, I could see that. But again, you don't like the herbaceousness. No, I just don't like the juniper berries. Okay, of yeah. the in the gin. In the gin, that's yeah. what I love. Mm, no, it's like licking a Christmas tree. Ooh, no, you should not do that. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but you said you have magazine subscriptions. Mm-hmm. I, I get magazines still too. Yeah, um, I feel like no one has magazines anymore. They really don't. Only like a couple magazines that are like worthy of, right. of getting right. Like, what do you have? You have. I get the New Yorker. Uh-huh. I get Cosmopolitan just to uh-huh. keep up on the latest tips and tricks. <laughs> you know, you know what the girls Those are quizzes, doing. Yeah, the quizzes and such. <laughs> um, I, I get eating well. Okay. And I also get Wine Spectator. Okay. And I also get New York Magazine. That's a lot. Well, you know, there's perks. And okay. I, I don't pay for any of these subscriptions. Oh, no. okay. But I get all these magazines. Okay. What I would do is I would go to Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. And you just grab a bunch of magazines and then go upstairs and read them. For free. 
You don't do that at the barbershop? Oh, you don't go to the barbershop. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was reading uh, the Rolling Stone at the uh-huh. barbershop the other day okay. when I was waiting for my appointment, well. which I don't understand, but that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I don't, yeah, I feel like I'm the only person who does magazines still, but okay. I guess you do too. Yeah, I do. Food Network. Food Network. That's the only one though. Okay. Yeah. It was free because, um. I got my mom the O magazine subscription. Oh. And then you know how they're like, for an extra dollar, you can get right. your own. I was like, okay, right. I'll take Food Network. You have a lot. Like, you yeah. know, I always get like the New Yorker magazine. And it's like, and that's a weekly. Oh, and it's like, yeah. it's like $12 for the year yeah. or whatever. Oh, wow. And you get that cute tote that everybody be rocking. <laughs> but it's just like, and then once you get in with like Condé Nast yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. you get a lot. But yeah, I, I, I don't read half of them. I kind of just, I, I do peruse them. Yeah, me too. In the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> And such. Or I'll, I'll keep one in my work bag if uh-huh. I'm, you know, waiting somewhere. Waiting for some, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Magazines. Periodicals. Yeah. It's like a throwback, everyone. I enjoy it. Yeah. Because people do, they do have like the electronic versions, but there's something about getting it like. And it makes a good gift. Oh, speaking yeah. of like Christmas gifts, because mm-hmm. you know what? I like, well, subscription boxes can get expensive. Those are expensive, yeah. But. A magazine subscription, you get a monthly <laughs> magazine. It's like $10 for the whole yeah. year. So tell somebody, oh, I got you O magazine. Oh, Your mom will yeah, love it. Because yeah. each month you get a new magazine. Mm-hmm. You might try a new little recipe, yeah. a new little article. It's a fun, it's a cheap fun, gift yeah. to get someone. Yeah. You call me cheap? No, I'm not calling you cheap. I'm just saying <laughs> if, if the funds are tight, you're on the budget. Uh-huh. Get someone that you care about, a magazine yeah. subscription. Yeah. You know, we encourage mm-hmm. literacy here at Category Is. Reading is fundamental. Fundamental. <laughs> All right. All well, let's get right. into these let's categories. Get into it. You know, it's been quite a week in the news. It has. It has. In the entertainment pop culture. Yeah, because you know, it's um, becoming award season. Yes, it coming is. Up. So right now is nomination season. Because it seems oh, like. Is nomination season a thing? Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, because you have what? It's the prelude to awards to season. To the awards season. Yeah, you got to get the nominations in order to get the awards. So You're reaching. I mean... But we had, like, the Golden Globes came out the other day. Mm-hmm. SAGs are coming out this week, and... SAGs are the Screen, screen Actors, Actors Guild. Guild. Yeah, and then Grammys came out. Oh, the Grammy so, nominations yeah, did come out. yeah. The Tonys haven't. Well, you know, listeners, we're we're award gays. Yeah. So let's just break it down for you real quick. (laughs) You know, the month of January through February is awards season. Mm -hmm. And that recaps a previous year in the arts and entertainment world. The Emmys already happened, what, in the fall? Yeah, they were in, what, October or late September? Right. And that's television. Mm -hmm. So you have the daytime Emmys, the nighttime primetime Emmys. Mm -hmm. um, And then... You have uh, the arts Emmys, the arts the Emmys, technical ones. the technical Emmys, yeah. which go to like hair, makeup, Sh- Sh- or um, sound mixing, yeah, yeah, really technical stuff, yeah, the nerdy Emmys, yeah, uh, and then you know, but the Emmys is a it's a big deal, yeah, because you know it's you could be an EGOT, mm-hmm. you know, like John Legend is an EGOT, mm-hmm. will be Goldberg is an mm-hmm. EGOT, EGOTs for you have an Emmy, a Grammy, Grammy. an Oscar, and, and a Tony. Tony. Yep. So the Grammys is obviously the recording music. Mm-hmm. The uh, Tonys is Broadway, the theater, theater yeah. and the Oscars is for the film mm-hmm. industry, and the Emmys is for television. Yep. So you are in all areas. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot for the actors in the movies and the it Hollywood. It is, because, you know, it's a lot. Like, if you have a really breakout role, you have to go to all of this stuff. Right. Like, mm. I remember that year Lupita yeah. for 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she was working. <laughs> yes. She, every press junket. Everything. Everything. Trying to, you Interviews know. Interviews and... 
she was she was stumping on the campaign trail, rounding up some votes. <laughs> Essentially, that's, yeah, what, that's it what it is. is. Yeah, you know, she did that though, and she, and she secured the Oscar. But she ain't secured much else since then. Well, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, she was in Black Panther. That was a breakout film of mm-hmm. the year. You know, um, she really got herself into the mainstream. She's making the big coins. But you know what? Them headpieces she be wearing. Them Steve Harvey wigs. Steve Harvey wigs. You know them Steve Harvey you wigs. You always come up for a wig. You know, I, I'm a wiggy. I like a Zendaya wig. <laughs> not totally. You know, you know, I like a... Not a Nene wig. Nene can do better yeah, with her she wigs. Can, yeah. But I like a wig. You switch it up. Change it up. But hers always look like a sponge on the top of her head. That's because she be doing Afro wigs. And it draws, Don't do that. It draws attention away from like the gown or like her beauty. Because she's a really stunning woman. She's stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. And her skin is like... Butter. chocolate yeah but then she got spongebob on top of her head don't do that and I don't like oh it. my god don't do that i like it i mean i i appreciate the fact that she gets hair pieces that look as though they could actually grow out of her head true i'm glad she's not with like a 36 inch blonde naomi down Campbell. to her waist yeah but naomi rocks it. she does yeah that's a signature yeah but I mean, because I do think Lupita would look almost silly. Yeah. But anyway, back to the back to the uh, Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Let's, let's talk about the Golden Globe yeah. nominations. Now these are films for the past year. Film and TV. Oh, film and TV. Yeah, because it's Globes like combined. As well. Yeah. All right. So let's just do film. Can we just focus on film? Okay. I mean, who wants to? TV's like yeah. TV's yeah. And yeah. you know, with the advent of like. Netflix mm-hmm. and Amazon, mm-hmm. like now, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, as right. you said earlier, yeah. want Emmys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it is TV, but it's like but it shouldn't get it. It is a streaming it, service. Yeah. Does it get its own thing? Hulu and like all that. Well, well, let's not get into that. Yeah. But let's talk about some of the nominations. We're going to run through these really quickly with yeah. you guys. Um, so if you don't know, the Golden Globes divides the categories into drama and comedy and or musical. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll take drama because I'm the dramatic one. You are. <laughs> and, you're, and you're funny to look at. Oh, so, <laughs> okay. so you can take comedy. All right. You go first. All right. So best motion picture for drama is Black Panther, mm-hmm. Black Klansman. I can see that. Bohemian Rhapsody. I can see that either. If Beale Street Could Talk. That, I saw the preview and that looks really good. And a star is born. Nope. My initial observation uh-huh. is that three of these films are black. Are black. So two of them have the word black <laughs> in the title. <laughs> okay. So uh that's gonna split the black vote. Yeah. None of those films are gonna win. So it's yeah. basically down to Bohemian Rhapsody and mm-hmm. a star is born. Right. And Lady Gaga been out here saying that Hustle. one line. You could have a hundred people in a room, but all you need is one to believe in you. Girl pie. Girl, shush. <laughs> Please. Get a new get a new talking point. Yeah. Her, her stumping's tired on mm-hmm. the campaign trail just, mm-hmm. for her Oscar. Yeah. But she wants it. But was the was the movie actually good? It was a good movie, mm-hmm. but because of Bradley Cooper, not her. Oh, well. I think that Black Panther's going to win it. I'm gonna, really? Yeah. I'm going to give it to them. I would like for Black Panther to win yeah. it. Yeah. I just really see it splitting the back vote. Well, you know what? Well, ain't nobody see Black Klansman. Um, I was going to agree with you. I'll agree with you there. I think that Black Klansman and Beale Street Could Talk are more traditional Mm -hmm. type Oscar contenders because they're not 
superhero movies. Mm-hmm. They're not a Marvel or a DC comics. Right. They're not a big blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they're more the art house independent type of a film that's artsy fartsy and is traditionally considered you know for the oscars to be a front-running contender Mm -hmm. but i think the fact that black panther was such a commercial success and an artistic success Mm -hmm. that it will kind of command the uh attention i mean i do think a star is born is going to get it because i'm just you know i never get excited and never get my hopes up because we know who we're dealing with Mm -hmm. but it would be great if black panther could win well if bill street could talk isn't even out yet Mm-mm. So, mm, I don't know about that. Bohemian Rhapsody is like the story of Queen, the music group. Freddie Mercury? Who's that? He was the front runner of Queen. He okay. Was the, he was the singer. Okay. He's the queen? He's the queen. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, he was gay, wasn't he? Was he? I think so, yeah. Child, you know, back in them time in the 70s, everybody, yeah, everybody was, was a little, floating. Yeah. High. And, and, and doing whatever, you yeah. know. It was a sexual liberation. Basically. They was bisexual before that was even a thing. Yep. So, I don't know, because that is a, it's, that's not a musical, though? No, it's not a musical. So, this is my understanding, mm-hmm. right? I think that a musical, it doesn't have to have a certain percentage of music. I don't think that that defines what a musical is. Okay. But I think that the musical um, performances mm-hmm. have to drive the story forward. So it has, they to have, like, it has to drive the narrative. So it has to be like dialogue that's in a song or no? Well, for okay. So it doesn't have to be all singing. Right, right, right. right. For example, like Hamilton, mm-hmm. the Broadway play or musical mm-hmm. is... Uh, that is entirely sung right. and wrapped, mm-hmm. right? So it's always set to music. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, it is a clearly a musical. Mm-hmm. But Dream Girls is also a musical because right. the key uh, songs mm-hmm. drive the story, the story. forward. Okay. So, like when Jennifer Hudson sings, and I am Tim, mm-hmm. like that is a mm-hmm. big breakout. Yeah. It, it's, it, 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 it moves the story right. forward. Right. It tells a part of the story, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I mean, *A Star Is Born* also ha- it was a music. Right, it has yeah. It has music in the film, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, her performing at this concert, her performing like, at uh, this concert, Saturday. her performing on *Saturday Night Live*, her performing, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a or doing a rehearsal. Uh-huh. So, but it was it, the the musical performances didn't necessarily drive the story forward or move the narrative. Okay, does gotcha. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I think Bohemian Rhapsody is the same way. Uh-huh. And I think that oftentimes biopics or biopics, yeah. however mm-hmm. you say it, I'm still unsure. Sometimes they don't necessarily be, they're not considered musicals. Like the Ray, the Ray Charles movie wasn't really a musical, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was a music, it was a, a movie about someone who did music. Yeah. You know? I got you. Yeah. The Bodyguard wasn't like, a musical. Yeah. It's like the songs are the soundtrack, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Glitter okay. wasn't a musical. No. Justice <laughs> for Glitter. Was Glitter even a movie? Stop. Just saying. It was a movie. <laughs> Glitter didn't get its... It came out at the wrong time. The soundtrack was released on September 11th. And the movie 2001. itself... 2001. 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The September 11th. And the movie came out, I think, the week later. But that was the time where people still weren't going to the movies. You know, they were still kind of, you know, dealing from... Right. September 11th. And, and the movie was like super light and fun. And yeah. Yeah. So. Was it her name Billy? I think so. Yeah. 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 But. But it was also like about her life. You know, subtly mm. about her life. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
well. <laughs> All right, let's try these uh, comedy musical nominations. All right, so best motion picture musical or comedy, Crazy Rich Asians, which was, you saw it. I did. It was yeah, super, super it was cute. was so cute. Yeah. So much fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it because it was like visually like stunning. Also. It was. It was really analogous to me to like a sex in the city. Yeah. 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 I got that vibe when I was watching it. It was just a feast for the eyes. Mm-hmm. It was uh, opulence. Opulence. Yeah. Extravagance. Yeah. Over the top. I think that's because it's like it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's hella predictable. It was predict, especially at the end when they were like on that plane and it was just like, I'm going to propose. I was like, oh, okay. It's a spy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I knew that she was going to be her at Mahjong. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. she going to beat she's her. Gonna, yeah. And then she's going to bring the Chinese mother's respect. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was, it was fun to look at, fun to watch. It was. It, it was, was extravagant. It was mm-hmm. opulence. It was. I own everything. Yeah, definitely. It was But fun. it was like, to me, it was like the Asian coming to America. What? Yeah. What do you mean? You know, super rich guy trying to prove that he's normal and down to earth to marry, you know, this kind of common girl with the, you know, regular girl background. And, uh-huh. You know, and then she even... She was a regular degular. Yeah. And then even down to that scene where he did propose in the airplane, it was, to me, it, that was like... Remember when Eddie Murphy chases her down the subway and then uh-huh. she like runs off and right. the old lady's like, if you're a prince, I'll marry you. Mm-hmm. That It gave me like that. It was. And, you know, I did like, it was predictable, but it yeah. was still fun. It was still fun though. It so, was super yeah, fun. Yeah, so I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I hope it wins. And I was glad that our Asian brothers and sisters <laughs> had their Black Panther moment in 2018. Because living in Trump's America, yeah. we need all the happiness and joy yeah. that we can get. Y'all people look color too. Because it's dire out here. <laughs> yes, it is. Every day is misery and sadness. Yeah. But it brought some levity. It does. Uh, the next one is... <laughs> <laughs> I got a little dark you for did. a second. Let's bring it back up. The next movie is The Favorite, which is about, I don't know, some queen. It looks like about some Victorian bitches. Yeah. I have no idea what's it, going on. It's got like hoop Hollywood skirts. darlings, though. It's got, yeah, hoop skirts. It's like queen, some queen. I forget which one. But it has Emma Roberts. No. Bunton. No, that's the Spice Girl. Um, Watson. No, that's the one from Harry Potter. Um, oh, that's Hermione's? Yeah. Um, we clearly don't know her. She's a darling to who? Emma Stone. Don't know her. Don't she's the one. Her. She's the one with the really big eyes. She was in La La Land. And she was in... Oh, she, oh, she was Help. horrible in that. In the horrible dance. Yeah. And then she was in Spider-Man. She's with the bad hair. The one with the bad red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dry one. ass mm-hmm. hair. She needs a keratin or hot really oil treatment skin, or something. Yeah. yeah. So it has her... Rachel... Um, Vice or Weiss? Weiss? Don't know her either. You said and these are Hollywood what? Darlings. Darlings to They're who? like Oscar winners. Yeah, and we then... don't even know their names. <laughs> right. And then it's uh, Olivia Coleman who she's playing Queen Elizabeth in the next season of The Crown. Don't know her neither. Oh, well. <laughs> you know who I do know? Who? Damn, I just forgot her name. See? You know, but you know I'm bad with a name. You are. You're horrible. Uh, she played in Sweeney Todd. A musical. Oh, um, Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah, from That's Harry Potter. Too. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's gonna be in the Queen. She's gonna be um, Princess Margaret. Yeah, the yes. Queen's sister. So I don't even know what this Margaret movie is about. Was such a hussy. Ooh, I'm well, sorry. she was. She was. She was free. She was living her life. 
Let's just keep believe the fact. <laughs> she married that gay man. That gay man, yes. Yeah. Mm, I love me some of the crown. I, got, I really <laughs> did get into the crown. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad to see, um, what was her name? Claire Foy. Claire Foy. She was so good. She was amazing. I was, yeah. She won, I think, an Emmy she as well. She won too. She was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, I didn't realize, I was watching a preview for the last movie I saw. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, A Star Is Born. And there was a preview for some, like, tattoo movie or like it's the, this um girl with a dragon the tattoo girl, yeah but it's the girl on the train or something yeah, or yeah. not that it's something else <laughs> it's an action it's movie those, yeah it's like she's hardcore she's edgy yeah and i was it said claire foy i said not the queen yeah that is an actress that's actress. i mean because that's like totally, totally different. different yeah she's not one of these chicks who are typecast oh um we'll talk about those actresses <laughs> later who can only play one type of role one type of role and the role that they play is just really themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. That's like me being an actor. And I'm playing the sassy flight attendant. <laughs> then I play the sassy waiter. Yeah. And then I play the sassy hotel concierge. Yeah. And yeah. then I play the sassy Uber driver. And then I play the, like, it's always like <laughs> the, same the same character, thing, yeah. but just a different occupation. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Gabrielle Union. Mm, we're not saying no name. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry. But you know, they get the same the damn same character. Thing. I mean, it's still getting them checks, so I guess I, it's I, working for them. I guess. <laughs> the next movie is Green Book, which... Never heard of it. It has Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. I love him. And Mahershala. Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala. <laughs> Remember like, in Mulan? With Eddie, uh, what's his name? Eddie Murphy? Uh-huh. He played the little dragon. Uh-huh. Mahershala. He was not saying that. Mahershala. That's not what he was saying. Mahershala, Mahershala, Mahershala. <laughs> yes, he was. That's what he was? No, it was not. He was saying something like oh, that. Okay. But, um, so he's playing like Mahershala. a... Some kind of... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's the... I like his name. It's a weird name. It's interesting. But it's sexy, though. Is it? Mahershala. He needs a nickname or something. <laughs> I'll just call him Hershey. Okay. Because he's chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> he's an Oscar winner. He is. Yeah. He won for um, Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. The five minutes he was in the Best movie. supporting actor. I know. Mm-hmm. But that was well, a beautiful scene with him, that little boy in the ocean. Yeah. But. But what? You know the whole story where we can only win an Oscar for playing a slave, a drug dealer, a murderer. But he was a compassionate drug dealer. A drug dealer with a heart. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, he was he he gave um breath and depth to the character. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, we'll take that. You know, like Holly Berry was just like a crackhead. She's a crackhead. But we need like a crackhead with a heart, a complex crackhead. Well, I'm not she saying, was like, kind of complex. She was. Yeah. You're right. But she didn't win for that role. She won for um. Monsters Ball. That's the one she she was a crackhead in that. Time. Oh, she was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll never forget. My aunt would never let me watch that movie. I was seventeen years old. <laughs> Why not? And I drove her across several state lines. Uh-huh. Where we get to her house, and I was like, "Ooh, let's watch this new movie." I heard she's nominated for Oscar. She's like, "You can't watch that. It's yeah. rated R." Yeah. I was like, "You do realize I can go to the theater and see this if I bought a ticket?" <laughs> but I wasn't too young to drive your behind. From, you know, point yeah. A to point B while you slept. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. We're getting really off topic. We are. Uh, so <laughs> Back to Mahershala. <laughs> so Mahershala, it's about, he's like a some, some kind of singer. And it's set like in the 50s or 60s. And okay. he has 
this um, white manager or something, and then it's about like segregation and things like that. I love that time period, the fifties and the sixties. You know, um, <laughs> segregation and civil okay, rights aside, yeah. I feel like. You know, as a black person, you ever get asked that question, like, if you could go, if you could live any time period, period, where would it yeah. be? Most black people won't say the future, because <laughs> looking back, it's just horrible. But if I had to pick in the, like, in the past, yeah. in, like, the 50s and 60s, because I like the whole, like, everyone smoking everywhere, Ew. chain smoking, chain no. smoking with a martini. You can drink, yeah. And women with like are like ten months pregnant drinking martinis. <laughs> and I love those movies, like rendition. Any movie that's in the nineteen late nineteen fifties, early nineteen sixties is so my bag. Okay. Thus, I love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Back to the point, I am getting you really, are way this cocktail. Yeah, you need to put that down. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Next is Mary Poppins Returns, which is starring Emily Blunt from. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Prada. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Devil Wears Prada, mm-hmm. top five movie of all time. All time. Love it. Yeah. You know what I just realized? What? Her name is Emily Blunt mm-hmm. in real life. <laughs> and her character in Devil Wears yeah. Prada is, Emily. is also named Emily. Yeah. Poof. I was today years old when I realized that. <laughs> and I've seen that movie probably 243 times. I just realized that. Just realized oh, wow. it. Wow. <gasps> I can see Stunning. the light bulb over your head. Oh my You're god! Like that movie taught me epiphany. so much. It was formative. It was what did it teach you? It taught me what Cerulean was. <laughs> it taught me what uh, Roquefort, not Roquefort, Yarlsberg, Yarlsberg <laughs> cheeses. What you know about a Yarlsberg grilled oh cheese sandwich? It's eleven dollars worth of Yarlsberg cheese in here. Or yeah. Was it eight? I forget how much Yarlsberg cheese was, was in two thousand five. Yeah. It was an expensive ass grilled <laughs> cheese sandwich. Damn it! And also Cerulean. Cerulean. It's blue. <laughs> Yves Saint Laurent did an entire collection of cerulean gowns. You know? Yes. I got an education. You did. Thank it's you, Meryl. Yeah, thank you, Meryl. Uh, and then the last movie is Vice, which I don't even know what that's about or who's in it. So. Miami Vice? Probably. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm going to give that to Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I'm going to give it to them, I want too. the blacks and the Asians, the Blasians. Blasian community. To, to uh, rise up. Yeah. To freedom. <laughs> To freedom! Sorry. I'm sounding like a female. You are. Sorry. But yeah, I think uh, I'm going to give it to Crazy Rich Asians also because the other ones, I don't even know what they're about. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's hit up real quickly. We'll just run through real fast. Faster than that. We'll run through the um, best actor categories. I guess I'll do the ones. I'm going to do actors for drama and then I'll go actors for drama. Okay. So, best actor in a drama. Motion picture. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper for A Star is, a Star is Born. Mm. Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. Mm. Never heard of it. Mm-mm. Lucas Hedges for Boy Erased. Okay. Not excited. Um, It looks interesting. I think I'm going to see it. It's just... Look, we're already not sticking to the script, but whatever. <laughs> it's about that little white boy who's getting, like, electroshock so, therapy because he's gay. Yeah, so he his parents are really conservative. His dad's a pastor, and then he's out it to them and then they send him to like a conversion therapy scared straight kind of program you know and as a gay person Mm -hmm. i mean i've never been a part of gay conversion therapy Mm -hmm. i think it's horrible i think it is inhumane i think it's damaging but i just don't also want to subject myself to viewing it i know it's an important story Mm -hmm. i know people have gone through it but mainly, I don't want to sit through two hours and 15 minutes of looking at Nicole Kidman. 
that's gonna kill me. <laughs> I like that, her. That is that is gay conversion therapy. Okay. <laughs> my God, not, not not that I'm attracted to her, but it's just like, ugh, it's it's torturous. I like her. I don't feature her. She's a good actress. True, but she's like a robot. Mm, Maybe because one that. of the first films I saw her in was Stepford Wives. Exactly. And it kind of. It just kept, yeah. like crystallized mm-hmm. her. She doesn't she, in every role I've seen, in you know North Country or yeah. whatever, whatever movie she's in. Okay. She's always like this robotic character, and then her skin is so it's translucent. So pale. Yeah, she looks like that Saudi Arabian um <laughs> robot. You know the one who wants to have a baby. No, what but she needs about? to get a wig. Wow, I don't know what you're talking. About. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, who else is nominated? All right. Uh, oh, for men's. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Mr. Robot. What do you mean, Mr. Robot? That's the show he's on. Oh, I thought you were trying to say he was robotic like no, Nicole uh-uh. Kidman. No, no, I never no. saw Mr. Robot. It was okay. I've only saw like maybe two episodes of you the know, first season. You know, I don't season. do science fiction. It was a little weird, so I didn't like it. That's why I didn't watch that, what's it called? World Country? Hmm. West, West Westworld. Westworld. <laughs> the first season was okay. The second, I didn't like, Are you going to be... Uh, Country, mm-hmm. saloon, mm-hmm. cowboys, or are you going to be sci-fi? Well, it's the whole story. It's too much. All right. Yeah. And then the last person is John David Washington for Black Klansman. Mm. So I'm going to give it to Bradley Cooper. Not only did he direct that film, <clears throat> that film mm-hmm. but he was awesome. And okay. he's a real actor who put Lady Gaga <laughs> to shame. All right. So best actress in a, a drama goes uh-huh. to uh, Glenn Close, the wife, okay. Lady Gaga, and A Star Is Born, Nicole Kidman in Destroyer. Your girl, uh, not not born and raised. <laughs> uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh-huh. That's someone that's related to Jenna McCarthy. Yeah, the, mm. the, yeah. Trust. Can you ever forgive me? Never even heard. Never of heard of that one. And Rosamund Pike mm-hmm. in uh, A Private War. I like the name Rosamund. It's a very British name. Rosamund. Mm-hmm. She's British. I know I saw her um, at the British Fashion Awards. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to give it to Glenn Close. Just yeah. because I don't want Lady Gaga to have it. At I all. don't want Nicole Kidman to have it. Mm. Melissa McCarthy can have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know where she's going to sit. Oh, stop. Oh, oh, you know what? You're reading way into the shit. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it that way. Yes, you did. You are a horrible person. No, you are. I didn't mean it like that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I mean it like that. <laughs> I like her. She's funny. She represents her because she's on that show, This Is Us. She, no, that's somebody else. <laughs> it is? Yes. That's oh. Not oh, it's not? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> Melissa. I liked her in, um, what was the one with Maya Rudolph? Bride- Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. She was good in Bridesmaids. Good, that yeah. was her, right? Yeah, that was okay, her. Okay. Ooh, She's funny. Ooh, She's, She's funny. funny. I love She's her. She's funny. Yeah. Um, I would give it, I'm going to give it to Glenn Close because it, it'll be like Meryl Streep one. The knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that to Meryl. Basically. But you know, my favorite Disney character, mm-hmm. who is she? Um, Cruella. Cruella motherfucking yeah. DeVille. Don't you ever forget it. I was a horrible child. I don't know what kind of child. I love my favorite characters were Scar was too deep. I was never that evil. Mm-hmm. Scar was the realest. Yeah. But I liked Ursula and I liked and, uh, um, Cruella. Cruella and okay. I liked Jafar. You know, they never, oh, okay. they never killed nobody. It just came close. Well, almost. Well, I mean, they never killed Attempted no human. murder? They never killed no human beings. <laughs> But Cruella was my girl because she was fly. But I loved Glenn Close in the movie, the oh, live action one. Mm-hmm. The original. That's that, yeah. you know, that's when they started the live action. Yeah, she yeah. was fierce. It was, it was cute. 
And I was like a 10 year old kid, like, yeah, skinning them puppies, skinning them puppies. God, you're evil. Heartless. You're evil. Anyway. So, best actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Nominations are Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Elsie Fisher for Eighth Grade, Charlize Theron for Tully, and Constance Wu for Crazy Rich Asians. I would like Constance Wu to get it. She was yeah, cute. Yeah, I, I think she's going to win. But um, Charlize is that bitch. But Char- um, I, 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 I did not see Tully. I don't know I what don't Tully know was about. about. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like it's something, I feel like it has a robot. Uh, or like some artificial intelligence mm-hmm. I need to see a, a, a trailer and I'm a film person uh, yeah, you I'm... know me I stay at the Ritz theater mm-hmm. with my tea you and the other three people sitting you know, the sitting to the very end yeah. you know you don't leave until all the credits are done mm-hmm. and I'll do a whole day of movies like a whole like you know nine hour day right. but uh, I didn't know anything about Tully oh, but you know Charlize is a strong African she... woman <laughs> And I would love <laughs> to just, you know, see her do that Jador walk up to the uh, up the stage yes. and snatch that uh, Golden Globe and do that Jador walk off. Yes, yeah, Charlize. Oh, curtains pull her up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. You know, but she's just like, or like, she's like naked and her, like her jewelry's falling off oh, wow. or something. You know? Yeah. I'm extra. You are. She ain't going to do all Constance that. ain't going to do all that neither. No. Hey, Charlize. <laughs> I love the name Charlize, too. It's it's an interesting name. I kind of want Emily Blunt to win, but because I like her, but I think Constance Wu is gonna win. Really? Yeah. I don't think Constance Wu is gonna win, but I want her oh, to win. Okay. I think it's gonna be Emily. You think it's gonna be Emily? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want her to win. Okay. Well, let's let's, let's hear about the men's. Yeah. So, best actor in a motion picture or comedy. Oh wait, <laughs> best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Okay. Christian Bale for Vice. Again, don't know it. Don't know. Lynn Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns, Vigo Mortensen for Green Book, Robert Redford for The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. Flip a motherfucking coin. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I don't, um, so I get. I I guess Lynn Manuel is gonna win just because people love Hamilton and they want to love him. In anything he does. The Hamilton hype is really just giving him a lot. I mean, yeah. you know, the creators of Hamilton got a Kennedy Center honor. You know. Already? Already, sis. Okay. You know, in the same year that Cher got yeah. hers. And Cher's a smooth she 123 years yeah. old. You know. That's... <laughs> Cher's ancient. Yeah. And she... Well, parts of her are well, relatively new. It's true. <laughs> You know, wasn't there a joke like if there's a, like ever an apocalypse mm-hmm. you know, there's somebody left with like roaches and share because <laughs> it's like her vo- her face like what yeah. is real? what's left anymore mm, not much but like that's success Lynn, yeah Lin-Manuel you should you ought to be proud I mean I guess but again I mean I didn't see the Mary Poppins I might take my nieces and nephews to see the Mary Poppins maybe no. I'll do that because I do like a campy musical yeah so it'll be cute but okay. yeah well, speaking That's of it. award season, uh oh, what's up? We need to talk about our next category. <laughs> we do. What do you do <laughs> when your uh, bigotry oh. and homophobia mm. on Twitter gets you fired? And threats of violence yeah, against your children. So, y'all, if y'all don't know the tea. Well, not well, you explain it because I just I can't. So we're talking about 
Kevin Hart, who is from Philadelphia, and I saw him one day when I was going to the gym. Ooh. Yeah. Where do you see him at? On 15th and Arch, and he was... Oh, so you're telling people what gym you go to. Well, that location closed. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, he was coming out of the hotel that was right next door, probably creeping with his... Um... What's her name? That's not the nicest hotel. Exodus. I mean, it's not a bad hotel, but... You know, I thought he'd be at the Four Seasons. Well, he wasn't so. that day. So he was probably creeping with... Um, what's his wife's name? Ex- Exodus? Eskimo. Something. Um, Eczema? Iniko. Iniko. Okay. Iniko. Her. So... Is that really her name? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Well, Aniko. So anyway, he Aniko. was... I was walking to the gym and he was coming down the steps of the hotel and there was like a car waiting for him. And so it was funny because... It's the black car. It was black, but it wasn't like a limo. It was like a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Ford Explorer. Ooh. Yeah. And so... Not even Escalade? No. Kevin. Yeah. So on? he was like trying to talk to the people in the car, but he was so he's so short that he was like on his tiptoes and he still wasn't like at the level... Of the window. See, he was, like, trying to peep in. It was hilarious. I died. Poor little baby. Yeah. He's, like, 5'2 or something. Yeah, my sister and brother-in-law went to go see him recently. Mm -hmm. He was on tour in Philly. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder if he was, like, on a soapbox. (laughs) I never even asked her how it was. Because, you know, I don't feature him. I don't like him. I don't feature him. I don't like him. So, anyway, long story short, um, it was announced, like, one day late last week that he was going to be the host of the Oscars. Which are in, what, in February? February 29th. 2019. Wait, 29th? Is this, is this a leap year? No. Okay, it's, it's like February 24th. Okay. So, it was announced that he was going to be the host. And, you know, he was, like, releasing statements and interviews. And he was, like, all over the internet. And I think I sent you the article. And I was like, ugh, you know, bad choice. And then I want to say, like, the next morning, by the time I woke up, he had, like, sent out, like, another barrage of like press that he was um removing himself from the hosting job right translation you got fired well because in the meet in between that those two periods mm -hmm. someone went and like dug up all his tweets Mm -hmm. and he had like all these homophobic and derogatory and negative tweets anti-lgbt tweets about what he would do if his son was gay and making fun of um, people who have HIV and AIDS and wow. calling people the, calling men the F word. Wow. And yeah, so he put out, but then he went on like Instagram live, Facebook live, somebody live, Snapchat maybe, and was like, that was old, you know, and. That was, I think, 2007, 2005, mm-hmm. 2007, something like that. And he was like, I, you know, I'm not the same person I was back then, but I'm not going to apologize for what I said. And then someone also brought up that he did an interview, I think, for GQ okay. or some men's magazine. And later on, like after that, he they asked him about, like, hey, you made these tweets and you said this stuff in, you know, 2005, 2007, whenever. How do you think about that? What do you think about that now? And what, are you going to apologize for it? And he was like, no, right. I'm not, you know, and he st- was, you know, still on that. That was what I said back then. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Oh, well. So <laughs> you know, I think this is my, my, my perception or belief of what happened. Mm-hmm. I think that, 
you know, these tweets that he had uh-huh. saying the F word were in 2010. Granted, okay. that's eight years ago. But it was still hella unacceptable mm-hmm. to use then that kind of language at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very much like, you know, gays were trying to get marriage equality mm-hmm. and were on the forefront. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, 2010 was not that long ago. Right. And to just be casually using the F word like that. Dropping it. As a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You don't really care. And he still doesn't care to this day. No. Because he was like, you know, I apologize. I discussed this. I don't want to discuss it again. No. Every time it comes up, you just got to eat crow. Yeah. And be like, I'm sorry. I was mm-hmm. wrong. I've grown. And then but, how about you do, donate some money, some coins, right. to some to some gay causes? Yeah. Because that's what will shut people mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. nothing fix something like some coins. Some money, yeah. And I know you got a PR. I know you got management. Well. These celebrities need to utilize their people. Right. But he being a, a short man with a Napoleon complex, yeah. no doubt. Uh, from North Philly. From North Philly, from mm-hmm. the hood. Yeah. He's like, I said what I said. But you know, it cost you some coins. Some coins. It cost you a position because mm-hmm. that, I think, is is you kind of been exalted to the position of he's a funny black guy mm-hmm. that uh, everybody likes. Right. And he's not like exclusionary or mm-hmm. he doesn't upset or isolate right. certain people. Yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, mainstream. Mm-hmm. And... All you had to do was All he had to say, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I said those tweets. I understand it hurt many people. What I did was wrong. Mm-hmm. I won't do it again. Mm-hmm. I've learned. I've learned. Mm-hmm. I've grown. grown. Boom. And mm-hmm. he goes hosting the Oscars. And but, I'm making a donation in the amount of blah, blah, blah to, to Human Rights Council right. campaign or whatever. Right. You know, PFLAG or, or Ali 40 Center or something. Somebody. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. March on a a, a, a gay pride <laughs> right. parade, like, yeah. You know, but the fact that like you would incite violence, say, yeah. You know, I would harm. I I I would never want my son to be gay as, as if that's the worst thing he could be. Right. Like you know, I never want my son to be five foot four. But <laughs> you know, I'm not being ableist against short men. Right. You know, because I couldn't imagine my man having to. My man, sorry, I could imagine my son. <laughs> yeah. You know, having to ask. People, you know, can you read that? For can you reach that for me in the grocery store, <laughs> little man? You know, and I'm not trying to come from small men. Right. You know, there's an, there's an ancient African proverb. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never trust a short man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but true. So I but think, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I think what happened was the academy was like you need to apologize or you're fired mm-hmm. he was like i'm not gonna apologize right okay you're fired right i don't think they said apologize no you're fired i think they did i think i think they said apologize he was like no they're like you're fired <laughs> and then he was like what and then he went and he said i don't want to be a distraction and i'm sorry because because he apologized after he got fired because he's trying to save face because he's trying to get that late. job back too late well now let's, let's Let's move on, though, because I'm done talking about Kevin. Yes. He's because he's not funny to me. He's I don't like him. He's not funny. I never liked his funny his um, um brand of comedy. He's just loud. He's loud and ignorant, and he's like Tiffany Haddish. They take the joke like thirty seconds too far, where it's too much at that point. To me, they are really analogous. I yeah. see the same. Like to me, there's levels of comedy, yeah. right? And they're like. The dumb man's comedy. Yeah. I hate to say well, it, but to me, it's, I like comedy that's a little bit more intellectual, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit more clever, mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, not so obvious, less obvious. Yeah. They they kind of pick the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy. 
And um, but I guess that's why lots of people love them. We mm. do live in America. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is true. But um, yeah, I just never featured him. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for his success. But you, you got to learn. And this was the easy fix. Humble yeah. yourself. Humble yourself. Well, now the Academy's looking for new people to host, obviously. And um, who do you think they should pick? I don't really know because, like, who is even funny right now? Well, I think that what's her name? Black lesbian. She cut her hair. Lena Waithe. <laughs> no, she. Well, not not her. Okay. Somebody asked her. Oh, to who host? should host? Oh, who should host? And she's like, I don't care as long as they black. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay, well, but I'm doing it to be funny. Yeah, uh, I like Aziz Ansari. She's on that show with him, and she writes for the show Master uh, of None. Okay, I love that show. I love Aziz, but they wouldn't pick him because. His Me Too well, moment. His that Me Too, too situation. That too, but also like his comedy, his humor is a little bit, it's not the right brand for the Oscars. It's kind of like it's self-deprecating. Very, yeah, and yeah. Like, but I like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that they want to pick someone black mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. And now they're going to have to pick somebody gay. Right. To so. kind of like make a political statement mm-hmm. or a, uh, a commentary on... Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's. So they're going to pick somebody gay. Uh-huh. So I hope it's not Neil Patrick Harris. I'm all for that queen. Yeah. Don't she got kids to watch? I mean, her <laughs> depressed husband is probably watching. Don't that, say that. I mean, he looks so unhappy. Nate Burkus? No, that's... um. Oh, that's the one that's married to uh, Rachel Zoe's little assistant. Oh, that's what he does? Well, that's what he used to do. Uh-huh. Now he's just being kept. Basically. I mean, I'm not mad. I, I am hating. <laughs> but it is what it is. But I think that people might want Wanda Sykes to do it. I love Wanda Sykes. Love her. She black, she a woman, and, and she, she gay. Yeah. She's married to that French woman. I'm, I don't know what that woman looked like. She's a white woman. She And they have those two kids. <laughs> they have a set of twins. They white. They're white. Wanda Sykes is funny, she's, but yeah. Wanda Sykes like is not relevant. She's not hot right now. I she's mean, not going to give any appeal or any draw. But she checked those boxes. She, I mean, I mean, she's hella available. <laughs> she's okay. sitting by that phone. Honey. Trust, she's waiting for a Trust call. me. She's you like, know, you know who I would like to do it? Who? Jennifer Lewis. Uh, Aunt Jennifer is funny. She is funny and, as hell. Okay. But Jack is back. Yes. Blackish. What you mean? She's the mom, the grandma on Blackish. Okay, but she's funny. Yeah. Her and Lawrence Fishburne could do it. Boop. Okay, co-host. That's cute. Yeah, no? it's cute. That's a cute idea. And they're like, they're like old black people. Yeah, but and like old is fun now. <laughs> is it? I mean, it's hip. Okay, it's cool. I mean, like you got a whole like Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. The, um, what's that show? Uh, on oh, Netflix. on um, Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, older folks, seniors are hot. All right. You know, yeah. sixty-five is a new thirty. But, you know, they want to appeal to the young people because... The young people ain't watching, truth be told. Nobody's watching. Honestly. How about that? Nobody. The young people, they watch the red carpet, mm-hmm. if that, and they just read uh, the breakdown in the morning. Yeah. I just look maybe 30 minutes of the red carpet. I'll watch the rest on Instagram. Right. I'll look the next morning and see who wore what, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And who won. Well, well, well. But that's it. Well, we can quickly go. Do you want to do the Grammy nominations or no? Um, sh- 
Sure, why not? All right, let's run through these. Grammy. Just run through, just the big ones. All right, so we'll run through the big, big Grammy nominations yeah. with you guys. The Grammys are coming up in February, um, sometime in February, <laughs> uh, February tenth. Okay, the sixty-first Grammy Awards. So uh, we're just gonna go through the general categories because we can't, we don't got time There's to go into every ones. genre yeah. with y'all. You know the Grammys got like fifty eleven awards. People will be getting awards on the red carpet. They just like five days of awards. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do record of the year first, and record of the year is uh, the award given to the artist and the producers. We have I like it by Cardi B, mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. and Jay Blavin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. It is a whole laundry list of engineers and people. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read you all. Yeah, no, just the joke by Brandy Carlisle. Never heard Who of is she? Mm-hmm. You know the only Brandy I recognize. Norwood. No. Who? Glanville, bitch. Oh, from Housewives. Yeah, because okay. she was married to that sexy man. What's his Eddie Cibrian? Mm, well, not mm. no more. Mm. Leanne Rhymes <laughs> you know, snatched her you know, man. You know, there's certain, there's certain white men that are just like, mm. Mm. okay. I Eddie is it. one. All right. And it's in the <laughs> second and the third. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Look at me. I can't stick to my topics. Uh, this is America. Childish Gambino. Mm-mm. He need to put that shirt back on. God's Plan by my second husband Drake. Jersey. Drake, you know, Canadian. <laughs> hey boo. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. No. Oh, that, that was the main song from that movie. Okay. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Who? Sizzler? SZA. Sizzler. Do you know that girl that breaking her voice because she don't know how to sing right? I don't know her. But she like got a nice little, you know, trap soul situation, as I, the children call it these days. I really don't even know Kendrick Lamar. I only know him because he's on a Taylor Swift song. Bad Blood. Remix. That is shameful. <laughs> I am very upset with you. Why? You are a whole black man. Mm-hmm. Wokish. I love it. <laughs> 2018. Uh-huh. And you mean to tell me mm-hmm. the only reason you know Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. one of the best artists of our time, mm-hmm. on his social commentary through Taylor? You know what? You need to go home and you need to think about what you've done. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to embarrass you on this year's podcast. No, but that statement's offensive. It's not. The fact that you know Kendrick Lamar through. That woman, who I will not say her name, that snake. It's on my gym playlist, my cardio. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm so, I just cannot believe the extent of teenage white girl you just went. I mean, I'm trying to get Seriously? my cardio right. Yes. I don't, I don't I feature Taylor. You know how I feel no. about her. I mean, she's canceled, but the song is hot. How's she canceled, but you you still doing your... Because uh... I have bought it before. Oh, you buy music? Sometimes. Uh, I stream. <laughs> I'd make sure they get their 0.01 cents for song. I know. <laughs> um, and then the middle. Oh, sorry. Rockstar by Post Malone and 21 Savage. And then the middle by Zed. Don't know these people. I'm going to give it to Cardi. Cardi. Because that was a fun little track in it the was, summer. Yeah, it was hot. I like it like that. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It has a little sample. It's a sample, yeah. It was cute. It was cute. All right. The next category is song of the year. Okay. Now, as opposed to record of the year, this recognizes the song writer. Yeah. As opposed to the producers. Mm-hmm. So the nominees are All the Stars, Kendrick Duckworth, <laughs> and Solana Rowe. Da-da. Boot up. Who's by uh, Lawrence Dropson. That's the girl LMI sings it. L-M-I? No, Ella. Like. Umbrella. Yeah, umbrella. Okay. Uh-huh. My, M-A-I, like my tie. Uh-huh. Like my tie. 
There you go. Okay. All right. Got it. And God's Plan by Audrey Graham. I love how it's like not Drake anymore. It's Aubrey Graham. <laughs> like, you know, they try to have like, you know, these dual personas. Yeah. Well, Drake is his middle name. I know, but it's just like, so you Drake when you're performing it, but the songwriter credit, maybe it goes to like the RIA. It's your, and it's, you have to use your government ID to get that check. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> In My Blood by Teddy Grieger. The know. Joke by Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. The Middle by Sarah Ahrens. Um, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer, um, <laughs> Lady Gaga did not, oh, The Middle. Sorry, wrong song. Mm-hmm. Shallow by Lady Gaga, Mark know. Ronson. Ooh, remember Mark Ronson? Mm-mm. He did a lot of work with Amy Winehouse back in the day. Oh, okay. That's why I know him a lot. Oh, wow. And his sister, Samantha Ronson, was mm-hmm. a lesbian DJ. Oh, oh the DJ one. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. This is America by Donald Glover. No. I'm going to give it to Boot Up. I feel like that was a cute little it track. Cute. It was cute. It was a breakout yeah, of the year. Yeah. Okay. Is that, are you agreeing with me? I guess I only heard that song like two weeks ago. You be like, I don't listen to the radio. Doing nothing on the. I don't listen to the radio either. <laughs> but like, you you don't walk down the street and hear somebody playing music out their car. Mm-mm. I guess not. Okay, then the next category we're gonna choose album of the year. Mm-hmm. Album of the year goes to Invasion of Privacy Cardi. by Cardi B. Mm-hmm. By the way, I forgive you by this Brandy chick. What I want to see what mm-hmm. she I think she's like. country. She must be. Scorpion by Drake. Drake. Her. Who? By her. Her who? Her. Who's her? H period, E period, R period. Her. Who's that? She's like a soul, neo soul type artist. Her. Her who? Her name is her. That cannot be her name. She is her. Her is she. She's her. (laughs) Is that really her? I think it's an acronym. I don't know what it stands for. This is like who's on first. What's who's on first? I don't know who's on third. Who's on third? No, who's on first? I don't know who. No, I don't know who's on third. Who's on first? I'm, are you talking bases? See how I'm see confused. how confusing this is? That's an old joke from like um, Laurel and Hardy back in the day. What the hell's Laurel and Hardy? Oh my gosh! Who are you? <laughs> no, who's are you sure on you're first? not like a grandpapa? Like what? <laughs> what the hell? I'm so. What's, what's who's Laurel? Who's Hardy? Who's, oh my gosh! Who's welcome back, Mr. Cotter. Co- Cotter Cooper? I was see, see <laughs> I know hanging with Mr. Hanging Cooper. With Mr. Cooper. See, that's what I'm thinking. It's pretty much the same. No, it's not. <laughs> Actually, one time I was in Las Vegas uh-huh. and my girlfriend, she was talking to Mr. Cooper in the casino. Oh, wow. But that's hanging with Mr. Cooper is yeah. people of our age. Okay. Mr. Cotter, you old. Your mom never watched um Welcome Back Cotter? I don't know because I ain't talking to her about that. <laughs> okay. Ask her. She know what it is. Let me know. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Her. So her is nominated for her. Okay. Let me look at what that stands for <laughs> because now I'm a little bit confused. She is too. Her is an acronym for the artist her. And she's kind of, she's really similar to SZA. I actually enjoyed her music and her album. Um, I enjoy SZA's work okay. collectively better. Okay. But... Her had a lot of really good songs, and her is she actually had a lot of good songs. no her. Oh, well, she who her okay, okay stop. <laughs> her well, she had a lot of good songs. Okay, she's 
actually trained properly and she sings properly and she plays a couple of instruments. So that's why I really report her. Mm -hmm. I really prefer her because SZA. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) She. Her. Stop. I'm confused. (laughs) I prefer her because she to me seems more of a a studied and accomplished musician. Mm -hmm. And what her stands for according to the internets and the peoples. The people is um having everything reveals oh well that's stupid yeah having everything reveals what reveals or revealed i'm not sure i don't like her her identity isn't she like the black um sia she has like big hair and sunglasses all the time so you don't really like see her so what's she revealing i think that's like the onomatopoeia no the um the double entendre Mm -mm. or the um that's the stupidity that's I'm not using the right word. It's not onomatopoeia clearly because it's not boom pack pow. Mm-hmm. It's not a double entendre because it's not saying two things. The once it's like a oxymoron. That's the, it's the oxymoron of it all. Girl, I guess. Like I, I'm having everything revealed through music, through lyric, but while still hiding myself because I don't mm. want myself in my aesthetic and my visual to be the focus. It should be the music. It's really artsy fartsy. It's very Girl, I, I, I enjoy it. I get it. I like it. I don't. I'm here for it. I'm not. So back to the categories. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused. Her has really tripped us up. She need to get it together. <laughs> so her. Uh-huh. Uh Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Mm, with them face tattoos. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Okay. You know, actually, this is a good album. But I didn't uh-huh. like I don't think she should win because my my first impression mm-hmm. of her album ruined it. Why? Well, you know, due to the queen, Beyonce, who's the creator and originator of the visual album from her self-titled, uh-huh. lest we not forget that fateful day in December. Actually, it was what? 2013? 2014, I think? Four years ago? When? When she came out with the self-titled. Oh, when she dropped it. Like, yes. The, uh-huh. I'll never forget... It was the night before one of my finals. Oh my God. And I did not study because I was just consumed. Wow. And I got the highest grade in the class. Okay. Praise Beyonce. Oh, gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But back to the point is mm-hmm. that Janelle Monet Dirty Computer was uh-huh. like this visual album and it was on release on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I consumed it as she intended people to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. Okay. And I didn't appreciate the music mm-hmm. because to me the visual was just want want yeah but listening to the album without the visual was much mm-hmm. better but i still couldn't like let go of oh, the visual, the visual. Mm-hmm. so she's also nominated okay golden hour by casey musgraves i think she's country <laughs> musgraves mm-hmm. come on well, muskrat mm-hmm. musket <laughs> musketeers Musketeer. come on she country yeah and Black Panther, the album, music from and inspired like by. Yeah, it's the soundtrack. Oh. Sound okay. Has some cute little bops. I'm going to give it to Cardi. Yeah, it's her, it's her moment. It's her moment. Yeah. It's you know, her moment. It's her moment. Mm-hmm. You know who wasn't nominated for any Grammys? Mm, have you checked on her? I don't, well, well she, she's checking it on us. You don't need to check it on her. Because she's being sloppy she's and messy all on the Instagram. Updates. Yes. Messy Nikki Minaj. Just messy girl. Yeah. Let's get to another fun category that's kind of has some controversy with it. Okay. Because it's known to be like a plague or a curse associated a curse. with the winner. Okay. Of best new artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a curse. 
some past winners are who? Uh, Millie Vanilli, Mariah Carey, Maroon 5, Adele, Sam Smith, uh, Amy Winehouse. Christina Aguilera. Carrie, Christina Aguilera. She beat Britney Spears. She did. That, that was like ooh. that was like the, the battle yeah. of a lifetime. Uh-huh. That was on Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that back in the uh-huh. day. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie Underwood. And I can't remember who else recently. Hmm. Yeah, the last few years it's been like unknown kind of people. Esperanza Spalding one. Who is that? Don't do that. <sighs> She's a jazz musician. Uh huh. I, I like Esperanza Spalding, mm, but okay. She's sitting in the subway playing that cello. She is not no busker. Oh. <laughs> anyway, this year, the individuals and or groups and or artists uh-huh. who are nominated for Best New Artists uh-huh. are Chloe and Holly. No. Them little girls, y'all need to put some clothes on. Don't y'all talk are, about mm-mm. the little girls like they that. They are little girls. Y'all need to put some clothes on. They're young y'all women. Need, and who's mine? R. Kelly? Oh, don't do that. I mean... I mean, ew. Don't talk about our <laughs> in our podcast, please. But no. But they're young women. No. Them little girls, nasty. They need to go put some clothes on. Nasty, they put need some to... clothes on. Why don't you? Don't walk out your house without your clothes on. Exactly. That was a good... Was that from Survivor? Uh, I don't know. Okay, anyway. Maybe. But anyway, they... Well, you know Beyonce's like her... Yeah, she found them like on YouTube. Yeah. Because they used to sing, like, her cover. They used to cover her songs on YouTube. They covered everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, y'all never doing no homework on Instagram. Y'all never read no books on Instagram. You Neither was Taylor Swift, but you stand for her, clearly. I'm not standing for her. I just bought one song of hers. Okay. But neither do these other little um, girls who are in the industry. They are artists they're trying to show their art they don't show that well, they're getting homeschooled she need to show but her they, science project but they was getting homeschooled when they was on youtube too so why is it a concern to you i mean i don't know these children All but they right. need to go to school they in school mm. let me see that report card you but you're not their parent you pressed you pressed <laughs> you're being petty I'm not. you need to let it go no i'm That's not, not i concern. just want the best for them and they have this platform. They need to show the little black kids that we in school and we studying and we reading these books to get this free pizza. Or we collecting these coins on these red carpets. Well, I mean, that's what the kids like these days. But... I mean, but that's what the kids like when we was kids too. Don't fault these young women. They're out here handling their own. They are sisters. They're supporting one they another. Are. I have a preference for Holly over Chloe, though. I don't know which one is which. Well. They always have that same pose. So which one? She the left or the right? She the one on, on the right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the picture, she's a she's a little bit darker in her skin tone, mm-hmm. and she's a younger one. Okay. So yeah, that's the one I like the better. I think she's a better voice. I think she's more okay. marketable. You know, I would definitely do like a Tony Braxton situation with her, a la baby <laughs> face, and like get rid of the other one. No. She's the star, <laughs> and the other sister can go by the wayside. Oh wow. I mean, how long is this gonna last? I mean, that's their thing. But go your separate ways, no. young ladies. I don't know. They need to go to college. Go to school. Do your homework. But why? When they're going to get all that student loan debt and they're probably making more money right now than they would if they went to college. They're musicians. They're artists. Okay. They pro- which means they probably can't read. So they Don't need do to that. Go to- what? Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, best New Artist category continuing uh-huh. is Luke Combs. Don't know him. Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> like the other one. Fleets. Oh. <laughs> you know. Fleets are sold out at CVS <laughs> during Pride. <laughs> K- 
cannot get a fleet to save Oops. your life. Okay. Well, my Miss Fleet might not. I don't know what Miss Fleet sings. Mm-hmm. Um, but best wishes to her. Good luck, girl. I hope she comes out clear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, her. Who? Her. Okay. She, her. Not Greta. Not Miss okay. Van Fleet. Okay. Her. H-E-R. Her. Okay. Her. Dua Lipa. I, I like her. her. She had the, one kiss is all it takes. Mm-mm. Falling in love with me. Mm-mm. She had like a cute little summer beach bops. Don't know her. She's like, she has like a nice Vidal Sassoon bob. <laughs> and like, she's like high flat chested. She's always showing her abs. Don't know her. To me, she's like, the white girl, Aaliyah. Oh. For 2018. Rest in peace. Is she appropriating though? She's not appropriating, oh, but she definitely does like the baggy pants midriff uh, thing. Midriff. Okay. All the time. Mm. Next is Margot Price. I've never mm, heard of her. her. But you know, I love the name Margot. I like it. I like it with the, uh, with the French... E-U-X. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, BB Rexa. You know, I didn't know who she was until okay. I saw the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Uh-huh, okay. Or runway show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did not know Kylie Jenner sang. <laughs> and then they were like, BB Rexa. And I was like, oh. oh. But the chick looks just like Kylie I mean, Jenner. She had on a Tokyo Styles wig. Oh, wow. And she had on the um, the lip kit and mm-hmm. the KKW contour. Okay. She was like, the aesthetic is clearly okay. Kylie. That's what she was going for. She was going for Kylie. Yeah, okay. And then um, my personal fave. Who? She sh- who shall win this award. <laughs> who is that? Who I'm going to see this upcoming weekend in New York City. Okay. The stunning, the beautiful, the intelligent, the supreme skin, and the vocal talent her that skin, is. Though. Her skin is ridiculous. Have you seen her skin? Mm-mm. Trans- I don't know it's amazing. And her vocal ability. Okay. Because skin don't from, win Grammys. From, from England. From the United Kingdom. Georgia Smith. Okay. You do love like her. her. Yeah. Love her. Love her. Yeah. Um, she gives me like Shade mm, with Rihanna. Mm. With like uh, not Amy, but maybe like a little Aaliyah, maybe a little Beyonce in there. Mm. It's just like all these divas just got together and just had a baby and popped out <laughs> Georgia. And she's you know, she's everything that a starlet it okay. should be. All right. She's gorgeous. She has a body that's nice and thick and voluptuous. Like, if I was into women, I'd be trying to bag Georgia. Okay. I mean, Drake was too. I mean. But he may not be into her. Why not? Because he may be into me. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. You need to keep holding your breath on that one. I know. Well, you know, I saw his body on Instagram. And I was a little disappointed. Um, well... I was, I was like, this is it. I thought he would have more musculars, like more muscles. More muscles. I mean, he had a nice body, a decent body. For a, it was an average body. It was decent. It was decent, like regular decent. Not, not like. Can we be honest? It was okay. It was regular for him. I mean, okay, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> for gay men and I'm not trying to perpetuate you the body are. image stereotypes mm-hmm. that happen in our community mm-hmm. I think that the body image standards for gay men mm-hmm. are oftentimes unattainable and unfair body dysmorphia but Drake looked like me 
No. What you trying he, to say? I'm big. Like, okay. What you trying to say? I mean, I just wasn't he didn't impressed. look bad. He, no, he didn't look bad. He looked great. Yeah. But, but you think, were expecting more. But for gay man standards. But he's a straight man. It's, you know how many thirst traps are dropping in his DMs right now? True. Mm-hmm. True. So. I mean, Drake, congratulations <laughs> on your nominations. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wait. Well, who do you want to win for Best New Artist? I don't know any of these people, so anybody can win to me. Say Georgia. I don't know her. Say it. No. Okay, fine. All right, well, we're done with the Grammys, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, what's our next category? Do we have a next category? Um. So... This past week, mm-hmm. uh, Gabrielle Union and her husband, Dwayne, Dewanye, because he's mm-hmm. another person. How does he spell it? D-W-Y-A-N-E. D-W-Y-A-N-E. Dwanye. Mm-hmm. Basically. So, again, his name's Dwanye <laughs> and uh, Gabrielle. <sighs> I hate her. Uh, hate's a strong word, Narvise. And Come I mean on. it. I mean, I'm not a fan of her either, but I'm not going to say the H word. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, keep going. Well, anyway, they had a sit-down interview with Oprah, wherein they made all of Oprah's staff get vaccinations, which I just rolled my eyes at. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sit here and attack a woman who had a lot of fertility issues. And I mean, she's still a bitch. I don't mean just because she has some fertility issues. <sighs> right, don't excuse all of that. In fairness, I don't know her as a person or an individual, mm-hmm. and I think that she might be perceived as a bitch because she's often typecasted in bitchy roles. No, she was playing herself, like you said. True. I, mean, I get that impression. Mm-hmm. But even like listening to like, because I listened to the uh, Oprah Super Soul Sunday okay. podcast mm-hmm. where they were interviewed. And it's just some of the things that Gabrielle said just kind of like struck me. And I'm not going to get into oh the whole God. surrogacy and the picture she took in the hospital gowns. Because <laughs> that's old news. With that struggle hairdo. And, like um, she just gave birth. You know, and I know she had a lot of issues and I'm not. As a man, I'm not going to comment on any woman's fertility um, or or IVF journey mm-hmm. or their struggle. That's not my place. I'm, I'm, happy, on that. I'm happy that she has her daughter, Kavya. That's her name? Yes, Kavya. How do you spell that? K-A-A-V-I-A. Kavya. That's the name she came up with. I mean, phonetically it works, so I'm not mad. <laughs> but after all them years of trying to have a baby, and that's the name you got? Caveat. Yes. So. <laughs> caviar? Not caviar, caveat. Mm. Ca- oh, cavia. <laughs> you know, her marriage came with some caveats. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> well. did that break, baby, but we're not going to go there. But let's not be mean, gays. I'm not being mean. I'm just being honest. The point of my I said what okay, I said sorry. <laughs> is that I do not like, uh-huh. I do not support, mm-hmm. I do not condone baby Instagrams. Yeah, hate them. Yeah, and that's a hate. Yeah. Uh, but I, why do you hate it though? This is why. Uh-huh. And, and there's lots of famous women mm-hmm. who have them. Uh, Serena Williams has one for her daughter, Alexis <laughs> Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr. Yeah. Not only does Alexis Olympia Ohanian Jr. have right. her own Instagram, uh-huh. but those, so does her doll, The doll baby. Quay Quay. <laughs> Okay. But I'm more in support of Quay Quay's Instagram. I love Quay Quay's. <laughs> we do it the most. Quake Quake. Yes. Quake Quake be making the facial expressions. <laughs> yes. I'm like, damn, Quake Quake. Quake up to no good. Quake Quake is a mess. She is. But 
Quickway isn't an inanimate object. Yeah. Quickway is not real. Yeah. So that's why Quickway's Instagram is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardi B announced that she's going to be having an Instagram for culture. Oh, um, lots of celebrities have created Instagrams for their babies. Mm-hmm. Now, I try to put myself in the shoes of a celebrity. Maybe I want to create an Instagram for my child so that I can preserve it, mm-hmm. preserve their name. Yeah, that's what it is. Or maybe, uh, you know, I want to... I know that the paparazzi Mm -hmm. is going to be intrusive into my life and try to get pictures and Mm -hmm. images of my child. Mm -hmm. So let me just preempt that and control it by Uh putting them out myself on my own platform that Mm -hmm. I can control. Totally understand the reasonings that celebrities would want to do it. Right. However, my thing is, is just like, is there nothing sacred anymore? To me, childhood is such a special time in one's life. Yeah, yeah. And it is so short. Yeah. And as an adult, I'm getting emotional. Oh, don't cry. Because this shit's hard. (laughs) (laughs) And no one ever told you how hard this shit was going to be. Right. You know, I just wanted to be an adult because I wanted to stay up late, (laughs) eat what I want, you know, hang out with my friends and have sex. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. You know, all this other shit of like yeah, bills, student loans mm-hmm. and bills and going to work, going to work every day. Yeah. And then, you know, I hadn't signed up for that. Uh-uh. I didn't want that. Mm-mm. Adulthood was a lie. I want an opportunity to do childhood yeah. again. All the way over again. You got gooped. Gooped. <laughs> this is not fair. No one prepares you for this. It is sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. If I could have anything, it'd be a second <laughs> shot at childhood. I don't think I did it right. I want to try one more again, please. <laughs> just one more again, please. Can I just do it? No, you cannot. Because adulthood is just, it sucks. Yeah. It is basically. not fun. It's not at all. You know, I will take somebody giving me a bedtime. Because <laughs> you know what? I, I go to sleep earlier now as an adult than I do as a child. Because I'm tired. Yeah. I look at my niece and my nephews and they run around and it's just pure joy. joy. They find happiness in like playing in a box mm-hmm. or with a mop. <laughs> it's just like the simplest things amuse them, make them happy and they laugh. They have not a care in the world. In the world, yeah. And I'm walking around with the weight of the world on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And it's just me by myself. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm having an emotional crisis. You are, you <laughs> but you adult- need a I know I need a moment. <laughs> I need to call my therapist. <laughs> but adulthood is hard. Yeah. And the coping mechanisms are like wine, mm-hmm. but that's not healthy. Well. You know? And it's just I feel like these parents are co-opting and yeah. somewhat taking away their children's childhood. Mm-hmm. And you know, I am I fiercely protect the things that I love and care right, about yeah. in the time. And, and childhood just is a very special mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And when you just put it out in the public, mm-hmm. you invite... The, also, the internet is a horrible place. It's a horrible place. It's evil. It's dark. People say mean mm-hmm. things. They hide behind their keyboards mm-hmm. and they're evil. Mm-hmm. And to subject your child to that kind of world yeah. and, and ridicule mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, eyes on them, it's yeah. just... I would protect my child at all costs. And that's why I love that Beyonce did not show us Blue's face for like a good five years. She's going to be in therapy for that. We still don't know what the twins look like because she be having decoy twins (laughs) out here, you know? (laughs) And it's just like, I appreciate the fact that you fiercely protect that that, that sacred special time. Right, right, right. You know? I don't know. Because you see, like, even like, 
when we grew up. Mm-hmm. The child stars, the Hillary Duffs, the Lindsay Lohans. Keisha Knight Pulley. Okay. The um, Macaulay Calkins, you know. Right. The, the, the big child stars, uh-huh. the Raven Simone. They uh-huh. all kind of had their little moments well, of yeah, messiness. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy had no moments, but the she rest had, of them did. Rudy had her moments later. Well, later okay. in life, but they she manifest themselves. Like, yeah. But she wasn't out here like Macaulay Calkins. Right. But yeah, but or you know Drew Barrymore. Yeah, you know, like yeah. child stars at yeah. of our generation mm-hmm. has some issues. Yeah. I think that going in the future, in a smooth fifteen to twenty years, mm-hmm. it's not going to be child stars per se. It's going to be children of celebrities yeah. that were Instagram mm-hmm. famous. Yeah, like you know the Norths and you know North Northwest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, like those children yeah. who are like growing up on reality TV, right? Yeah. Are, I think are going to have some issues. Yeah, and it's just I wouldn't want to put my child in that. Well, I thing. think my thing with the baby Instagrams is that it's almost like they're projecting a personality onto their kids. It's right. like, let me dress you up in this outfit. Let me put you in this back against this backdrop. Let me, you know, take you here and do this. Let me take you here and do and you know take this picture doing this. Let me pose you here. Let me pose you there. Right before the like, children even have an opportunity. Yeah, and first they have no concept of like what they're doing, and then that's might not even be their personality like they might not want to do that right you know so it's like but it's just become a business and it's become right. like um you know monetizing mm-hmm. things i mean these children have are verified yeah with like a hundred thousand followers yeah quay quay got like fifty six thousand followers crazy quay quay <laughs> can we get some of the followers quay quay like this inanimate doll got like fifty five thousand right. people following her like come on yeah and it's just it's become ludicrous mm-hmm. but it is you're right like these children, you know, I kind of had, I came up in the day and age of internet. I evolved right. with the internet. Yeah. So, you know, I had a MySpace. I had a top eight. Like, you let somebody know that they was on your shit list when they was not in your top eight no more. <laughs> you know, you had your right. little, your aim. Uh-huh. You'd be like, ASL. You was talking to people you shouldn't have been talking to. Oh, wow. Well, He's doing the most. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, when, back in the day when you was when you had to dial up. Yeah. You get that CD from Food Line. <laughs> yes. With your hours on it. Yeah. 99 minutes or whatever. <laughs> but I had the opportunity to create my own social media or internet identity. Right. That, these, that I think some parents are depriving their right. children of. Right. And not allowing them to create themselves, mm-hmm. which I think comes with its own implications. Yeah. But I don't support. I will not follow. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing child baby Instagrams. Yeah, I hate them. Um, some things shouldn't be meant to be private. Right. Some things ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, again, I know it might be an unpopular opinion, but that's what, what? I said. What I said yeah. is, I hate, hate, hate the challenge <laughs> grants, and I said what I said. Hated it. So, my I said what I said this week is a Philadelphia native, Miss Patty Patty, Patty LaBelle. For what? So, you know, I love Patty, and I'm just waiting for, like, I want to see her, like, on the street. In Philly, and I, I just imagine her like in a full length fur, of course, and like a nasty wig and a Louboutin, yeah, and just like pumping it down Walnut Street. You know, it's funny because it's the holidays, uh-huh. and they keep showing it on the social media. It's her at that Christmas tree ceremony, the White House, and, and, and she's like, <laughs> she don't know the words. <laughs> she don't know the words. Yeah. She's like, where are my backup singers? <laughs> so funny. She's like, honey, faster with the cue cards. Yes. <laughs> that. Clip is amazing. So, <laughs> if you don't know the clip, find it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hilarious. So, Patty was at the Billboard um, Women and Music uh, ceremony, 
and she was presenting an award to Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And so Ariana got like the Woman of the Year award or something like that. Because, you know, she had a interesting year. She had a good year career-wise, musically. Yeah, but she has like some personal stuff going on that, you know, might make for some good songs. So in her statement, <laughs> where she was like introducing uh, Ariana and presenting the award, she's, you know, was... In Patty's mind, it was probably a compliment. She said mm-hmm. that this woman has it all. She's soulful. She's strong. She she's sensational. She's all that and a bag of chips. Which, Patty, you're aging yourself with that one because that, nobody that, that <laughs> slang is like from 1992. Yeah, nobody says that anymore. And so she's like, you know, she's a she's a giant talent. She sings from the heart. And but then she goes on to say that. Ariana sings like a little white black girl. A mess. And she got soul. And then she concludes by saying, my son told me not to say that. (sighs) (laughs) So why did you say it? But then Ariana was a little bit shady in her comeback. And she said, yeah, your son was probably right. Like, (laughs) you should not have said that. And so my I said what I said is that I want people to stop. One, stop disrespecting Ariana. Okay. Because going back to Aretha Franklin's funeral and she had on that tiny miniskirt. It was too short. It was about probably five, four or five inches too short. She was elevated on a pole. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little too, it was too short. That's, that's just what it was. And we're not policing what we're in where. Right. But But given the, the... it was a funeral. It was a funeral, <laughs> you know, funeral. and you know, I get she's like nineteen or she's no, actually twenty six. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's the same age as Cardi B. I keep forgetting because I think she's like nineteen in my head. I don't know why. Right. And so she at that funeral, you know, Jesse Jackson was ogling her. Bill Clinton was ogling her. The pastor like did a reach around and like grabbed her boobs, and then he made that ridiculous joke about how he thought she was. Something at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now Patty LaBelle's making these comments. And it's just like if a white person were making these comments about a black person, black Twitter would be blown up. Well, again, it's, you can't always just, it's not two sides of the same coin when it comes to race. Uh, no, but when still. When black people say something about white people, it is much different than when white people say but something still, about black people. But still. However, Patty's, Patty's statement was still very inappropriate. Right. It was wrong. And so I get she was trying to give her a compliment. But then it's like, okay, do black people own a certain type of music? I think black people do own a certain sound. Ariana has the range. She does. I'm, I, you know what? I have and my issues with Ariana. She, uh-huh. But she's talented. She's a talented right. young woman. She has the range. She has talent. Her songs are not soulful songs are they just saying her vocal ability is comparable to a black person i think that her vocal ability yes is comparable to to what is considered i think in the black community when it comes to certain things okay we feel like we have a certain ownership over right cooking (laughs) and i you know you know we're not but again Uh cooking's why we're not saying you know we make a good you know croque madame or we're julienning Mm -hmm. some uh carrots here right it's a certain kind of soul cooking cooking. yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. 
we, we own that. Right. Um, music and singing, we own that. No. Not, not music as a whole, but a but. certain blues, you know, anything that is a, a derivative of an ego spiritual. Soul. She ain't singing no Negro spirituals. But she's singing. She, but she, she has. She studied the soul singers, and she has the ability to do well, so it. So has Amy Winehouse. So did Adele. Right. So right, did right. But they've Sam also, Smith. Yes, and I, that goes to my point. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to overtake your eyes. Oh, what I okay. said. But I feel like it's hard, right? Because Patty was absolutely wrong. I totally Completely. agree with you. Yeah. But I think that Patty's also a woman of a certain age. She is, and she grew she up in a certain time mm-hmm. when her blackness mm-hmm. in addition to her womanness yeah. uh, prevented her from right. gaining a lot of opportunities from propelling her career in a certain way right. and there was a lot of segregation musically mm-hmm. at that time there wasn't as many white artists who uh, studied mm-hmm. the black musicians okay. uh, many of them appropriated at that time like Elvis Presley mm-hmm. who stole things from um, um, Big Mama Big Mama Thornton Big Mama Thornton mm-hmm. and you know there was a, there was a history of mm-hmm. you know white artists stealing mm-hmm. and then kind of sanitizing if right, you will right. the grittiness mm-hmm. of black music like mm-hmm. even today my friend sent me a name of like mm-hmm. a meme of all these not meme but like a video on Instagram okay, yeah, of all yeah. these white children do and watch me whip and oh, watch no. me nay nay but it's like a, it's a yeah like the glee yeah <laughs> it's like a glee version yeah. and it takes out the soul uh-huh. and the intention of what it is so I think that when white artists are able to replicate it and mm-hmm. actually study black artists mm-hmm. they have that black sound okay. I think that's what just Patty was trying to say but mm-hmm. it also negates the fact that like Although black people are the originators, originators of it, right. they're not the only ones who can do it. Right. And that's what my point is. Right. Like, like, just because... and But my thing is, like, vocal ability is different from a genre. Like, she could be singing opera. Right. And that wouldn't take away her vocal ability. She could be singing country. And, you know, that wouldn't take away her vocal ability. Like, mm-hmm. she could, she has the range and she could do it in any kind of genre. Sure. She's not, and if you listen to her songs, they're all pop. Well, I think they're all pop because that's what's popular. Uh-huh. But I think that, uh, you know, there's a certain sound okay. that, that, that is, and she needs to get the kind of artist that she is, she needs to get mainstream critical commercial success. Oh, right. But I, I've also seen her sing. And she is one of those artists. Like, for example, when we were coming up, there was mm-hmm. Britney and Christina, and Christina. a feud. Mm-hmm. Christina had the had the vocal range. Exactly. Britney clearly did not. Right. Two different kind of artists, but for mm-hmm. some reason they were, uh, you know, butted against mm-hmm. one another. And I think at the time when Christina was coming up, she had a lot of respect mm-hmm. because she studied the black greats and the vocalists mm-hmm. and she had the range. She had the range. You know, but there's blank. always been white people who have had the range. Mm-hmm. That from Dusty Springfield mm-hmm. to, you know, like you said earlier, Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Adele, mm-hmm. Um, my personal Yo, fave of yeah. all time, <laughs> Tina Marie, uh-huh. Vanilla Child, Lady yeah. T, yeah. who's never gotten her due. True. I mean, Lady T, when she came out, Tina Marie, mm-hmm. they didn't even put her Fire image desire. yeah they did not on, on a lot of her original singles yeah. in, in her and first her album CDs, because yeah. they didn't want the black community mm-hmm. to know that she was a white artist because mm-hmm. she sounded that black yeah. so I understand how Patty could have said what she said but in today's time in 2008 right. it was just you not appropriate yeah. and um, Ariana Grande is a good artist mm-hmm. and she and she has studied the the black tradition in music right, right. Um, and, she, and she has the range she has the range and um, Patty was wrong. Yeah. She was wrong. Patty, 
Your pies are canceled. <gasps> the pies are, what, the, what the pies got to do with this? Take the pies out of this, Maurice. Until she apologized. Take the, the pies, pies out of this. The, the pies, pies did nothing. The pies nasty. The pies are, did nothing. <laughs> and I said what I said. No, not the pie. <laughs> Let's move into our next uh, category of the show is tens, tens, tens across the board. So, guys, I always struggle every week with giving my tens. You do. I'm not as well researched or as prepared oftentimes as Mr. Maurice is. <laughs> but you know, I try to give out a tens that really matters. But as we're rounding out the year, I'm beginning to think kind of like cumul- cumulatively. Mm-hmm. And um, this morning, Times Magazine announced mm-hmm. the shortlist yeah. for uh, person of the year. Right. And. You know, I was, you know, getting ready, my little, my, my cereal, my breakfast in the morning and <laughs> mm-hmm. just watching. And people who were on the list were 45, mm-hmm. who was the person of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. His boyfriend. His boyfriend. <laughs> you know, our vice president. <laughs> um, Jamal uh, Kashkogi, mm-hmm. who was the journalist the who journal, was killed yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Uh, the separated families in the whole concentration camp mm-hmm. situation that's happening on the at the border mm-hmm. with the children separated from their families, yeah. and it was just like this dark, cloudy Wah. sadness. Yeah, but the beaming ray of light was no other mm-hmm. than Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of Sussex. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 the people are gonna come for you. I understand we are beating you over the head. <laughs> With Her Royal Highness. But. But this is my tens, damn it. <laughs> and I'm hoping to kind of like preemptively support or have a wishful thinking and yeah. hope that in the year and living in Trump's America, mm-hmm. where you wake up every damn day yeah. and you're like, can the world spin any more out of control? This is just one crazy thing after another. Mm-hmm. It's you know, sometimes kind of sad times that we're living in when you yeah. see the, the, the rollback of people's rights, freedoms, and just the, the the meanness of the society that we're living in. Yeah. For me this past year, Meghan Markle, Her Royal Highness, I'm sorry, I stand corrected, <laughs> was um, a ray of hope. Yeah. And she brought a lot of joy. And I've never been into the royals, you know. You haven't. You're an Anglophile. Uh, yeah. That's your bag. Mm-hmm. I was always like, we Americans cares about them. <laughs> but Megan really inspired me this yeah. year. But I'm just, I'm so proud of her. And I really just hope that Times Magazine, you know, will will be a ray of light. Yeah. And let's just focus on, on, on some positivity. Yeah. And let's focus on the good. And let's yeah. focus on the things that brought some people some joy and some happiness. Instead of focusing on all the bad and the already bad times. Yeah. I so... Agree. My tens goes to Megan and hoping that she'll be named Times mm-hmm. Person of the Year 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she's an inspirational woman mm-hmm. and I applaud her and all her work and all her efforts. And she's just a, a beam of light that yeah. we need in this darkness. Definitely. Definitely. So I agree. I agree. Cause you she's know, my ten. I love her. My tens this week. Um, so in Norway and Sweden, mm-hmm. they're having the Nobel Par- uh, Prize ceremonies. So the Nobel Peace Prize is being awarded in Oslo, Norway. Okay. And so my tens this week. Hey, Norway. Hey, Norway. We got listeners there, too. 
You're like all over. So my tennis this week is going to Dr. Dennis. Come come through pronunciation. McQuege. 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 I'm not sure. Where's he from? So he is a physician and gynecologist from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Okay. The DAR. DRC? DRC, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not the daughters of the American Revolution. <laughs> right. Totally different. Uh, DRC, I'm sorry. DRC. Right. So there's been like a kind of a longstanding civil war in um, in the Congo. They estimate that up to like 6 million Congolese people have been killed as a result of the civil war. And so Dr. McQuege has dedicated his life to providing medical care mm-hmm. for the victims of this war and not and it's a specific type of victim he is um, focused on treating and caring for the rape victims who are basically the ca- the main casualties of this war because you know as going back through history um anytime there's a conflict between um warring factions or whatever you know the men serve in the army so the opposing side wants to kill all the men the next step is to basically enslave all the children Uh and rape all the women and so these congolese women you know have just been victims of of rape like brutal mass gang rapes for you know long periods of time and so this man has you know just kind of dedicated all these selfless efforts to Mm you know, treating them to speaking out against the government to kind of criticizing, you know, the lack of action that the government's taking, you know, all while, um, you know, make, taking a stance and basically trying to stop the use of sexual violence as a strategy and weapon of war, because that's what they're using it as. So mm-hmm. he's going to be giving a lecture. I, I anticipate it being very powerful and moving um he's gonna be giving that in in norway and yeah tends to him is is the um normal peace prize always held in norway so the peace prize is always held in norway norway all the scientific and like poetry literature those are in sweden and it goes it's at the same time Uh, so the peace prize i think is more like a daytime kind of function uh whereas in sweden it's like a nighttime function. The royal family is there with like gowns, tiaras, and everything Who, like that. Who's Mr. Nobel? Alfred Nobel. Sorry, I'm not trying to do that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's that's awesome. I think it's great yeah. that he is um, doing a focused effort mm-hmm. on protecting women yeah. and girls mm-hmm. in war-torn countries. Countries, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. You're so smart for knowing that kind of stuff. Like, thinking of that kind of stuff you know i'm just like i'm a top 40 person (laughs) (laughs) but yes yes well thank you guys for listening to our show this week we hope it was fun as the year ends we have some really exciting we do shows coming up for you just some kind of like year in review Mm -hmm. uh what to leave in 2018 (laughs) uh just things we're kind of kind of be going over yeah to wrap up our year wrap up the year it'll be fun it's gonna be really fun so i'm looking forward to that So I hope you guys stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Also, please remember to like, Mm -hmm. rate, and And subscribe. subscribe. 
to us on whatever platform you're listening to. You yep. can hit up our link tree on all our social media. Mm-hmm. We are wherever you can listen to a podcast. We on Spotify. <laughs> we want Apple Music. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Stitcher. Um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. So listen to us. Get your friends to listen to us. Share. Definitely share. Share it. Share yeah. it on all your social media. Also, write us in a review. Uh, we really do rely mm-hmm. on your reviews to get us, uh, you know, more listeners, yeah. better ratings. Mm-hmm. So write us a review. We'll read it here on the air. <laughs> you know? So do that. Yeah. Also, write into us uh, with any listener letter you may have. You can write us at categoryispod at gmail.com. Yep. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see see you next week. week. Bye. Bye.